Welcome to Wired Up Outdoors, the podcast that shares captivating hunting stories that truly deserve to be told. I'm your host, Colton. Come with me as we dive deep into stories, tips, and insights from real hunting adventures. Whether you're an experienced hunter or getting excited for your first hunt, this podcast is your ultimate source for all things hunting. Join us for these heart-pounding moments that make hunting an unforgettable pursuit. Welcome back, everybody, to the Wired Up podcast. On today's episode, we have got uh, one of my heroes, mentors, best friends. Uh, his He goes by the name of Papa. It's my grandpa, Rick Potaker. Papa, say hello to the people. <laughs> hello, everyone. Boy, introduction <laughs> like that, I'd look, look over to my shoulder, see who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Papa, that is you, my man. You are one of my best friends, one of my best hunting buddies. We've gone on, uh, for everybody that's listening, Papa and I have gone on several hunts and done a lot of fun stuff together. I mean, not only do we go hunting, but Papa has gotten me into everything. I mean, whether I'm wanting to learn how to Use chop saws, use tools, go build something, go and do something. You're, you've always gone and been by my side, always on the sports and everything too. And one of my best supporters. So I really appreciate it, Papa. And the story we're going to talk about today is yet another awesome one where you were there with me along my side. Well, I got to back up just a little bit there. Okay. Uh, I can't take all the credit. I have to give credit to my daughter, Roro. Her name was Carol Ann. The kids would never say her name. They'd say Roro. So she, that Roro name stuck with her her entire life. So anyway, uh, Roro has got to take credit because even as a little kid, she would say, come on, Colton, come on, Caden, we're... We're going to go for a ride, and we're going to go up shed hunting, or we're going to go up and watch the deer, or watch the elk, or we're going to go up and hardware ranch and, and ride the sleigh and go out in the elk herd, or whatever it was. But Roro did. Roro started this all for us all. Oh, yeah. I would say I would say so. I So in an earlier podcast, Papa, I talked about that. I talked about how, um, I talked about how Ro kind of got all this started and, and, and really drove my passion for the outdoors and hunting. Um, for sure. Nope. Give a lot of credit to Roro. <laughs> credit is, is given to her because it's deserved. Yep. Totally. So, um, no, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um, today's episode, you guys is on, uh, it is on turkey hunting. We're talking toms today. Uh, tom turkeys, to be exact. This is a fall turkey hunt that Papa and I went on, um, and it is actually my first ever turkey. So I was super glad and happy to uh, have Papa there with me for my first ever turkey that I first ever tom turkey that I got. Papa, did you ever have you ever? hunted turkeys before this well yes and no uh, i was with you guys when you were hunting up in uh, uh, colville 
and some property that your friend owned had a big ranch up there and they had a lot of turkeys out in their hay fields and out in their barn area and I went with you guys a couple of different times I think on that but so this is kind of my second time going but never have really hunted them myself before. I was going to say yourself you've never hunted them? Nope never have never carried a gun but uh, sure experienced a lot of fun with you guys with doing it. So your initial thought so the story Papa's talking about is technically my my first turkey hunt where I shot that turkey off of a hay bale. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you did. Up at up at this property of a friends of ours where they are an absolute nuisance. They have fences keeping them off their hay. They they're big sheep ranchers and they they have them as management tags to take these turkeys off here in Utah and um the wilds that's their name they they so graciously gave me a a management tag and yeah you were there with us chasing them around would you say turkey hunting's hard uh i would say no and yes (laughs) okay what's let me explain myself what's the no yeah no the no part of it is is when you see them you usually see more than one so that makes it a lot of fun uh, usually you, you'll see a, a flock of 10, 12, and it's not un, not uncommon in some areas uh, that, that we have seen anyway that you'll see a flock of maybe 25 or 30. So, and, but, yeah. the, but the yes is, is, is it's, it's a lot of fun to, to see them and to think that, oh, we're, we're getting up on this one. We're going to be able to see what it is. And then before you know it, they spook and fly off. Yep. So it, that's that's the difficult part. <laughs> yeah. Is you see them, you see a lot of them when you see them, but they are fast and they fly fast and well, they, they get, see they see you too. Yeah. And they're not going to stick around and wonder what you're doing. They're going to get out of there and they, then wonder. Yeah, they get out of dodge. <laughs> <laughs> nope, totally. Um so you've hunted before in your life, Papa. You've told me stories and stuff. So for the people listening, what Give me a background. What's like, what's your hunting experiences? What, I mean, just what's some of the things that you've done hunted before? Well, of course, being out here in Utah. And, and then, sorry. And then once, once you go out after this, we'll get into the story of the turkey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, many, many different deer hunts that we've gone out on. And, and uh, some of them we were successful and some that we weren't. But uh, here in Utah, it's it's a lot awful lot of fun to go deer hunting because there's so many areas that you can hunt them in and so many opportunities to see uh, big animals, big bucks. But uh, some of the funnest ones, is, I believe, have to be uh, some of the elk hunts that we went on together and sitting at the top of a canyon and watching way down low and and having you guys using your spotting scopes and saying, hey, there's one over there now. It's about 500 yards, and I can hardly see the mountainside, let alone the elk <laughs> over the other side. But, but that, that elk hunting is, is one of my favorites, too. And, and of course, we've gone uh, uh, antelope hunting. That's, that's another episode and another story for another time. But, oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, seen lots of antelope and got to... Do some fun stuff chasing them. Big herds. Big herds of fast animals, too. 
and of course duck hunting. I love to go out go duck hunting with Colton here in his boat and go out there with a, a, a thermos full of hot chocolate and sit there <laughs> and wait for the wait for the ducks to come flying in and you can you can always trust Papa to bring a thermos a heater and the man likes staying warm and the man likes his hot chocolate and oh, stuff yeah. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> that's some of my fondest memories papa going hunting with you is oh yeah all of a sudden we're all sitting there i mean it may have been a good day hunting it may have been a bad day hunting but then all of a sudden papa goes well you guys want some hot chocolate <laughs> <laughs> and it sure cheers you up yeah <laughs> nope that's awesome papa yeah so growing so one last question growing up did you do a lot of hunting you know Back when I was young, uh, there in Riverdale, by the uh, uh, Ogden Airport, there used to be fences all the way around it, and there wasn't any development at all to speak of. And we used to go up there, and I used to hunt with my brothers, or at least one or two of them. Uh, we'd go up and walk around, and we'd spook out a lot of pheasants and an awful lot of quail. So I actually got to say, yeah, I got to hunt on pheasants and quail a lot. And back then, because it wasn't developed, there was lots of uh, spaces for the animals, for the birds, the fowl to grow in. So there was lots of them down there. But we had an awful lot of fun doing that. Just a just a different time when that was all undeveloped. Because here I am now, your grandson, and there, I mean, you got to go... 20, 30 minutes outside of where you're talking about. Oh yeah, to that, even get this. This is we'd get we'd get our guns and we'd walk out the door and we'd walk to the place we were hunting. That's and, pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yep, the Ogden area has changed a lot. That's for sure. Yeah, it has. But no, that's real cool. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so let's get into this story, Papa. So. Um, I have here, we're, once again, to bring it on back, we're talking about my first Tom turkey. So today we're talking Toms. Um, I have written here in my journal, my first Tom turkey that costs $185. <laughs> so, <laughs> you better explain that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's explain it. So here in Utah, I had to pay like, what, $35? Yeah, I had to pay $35 for the tag. Okay, and then there's another $150 to this story. So on our way out now, we hunted this turkey out in Tooele, Utah. And I'm not going to give the exact place because, once again, don't want to give away our, our hunting spots. But we're out in Tooele, Utah. Um, and with this tag, it's a fall tag. So in Utah, they've got fall turkey and they got spring turkey. The fall turkey is actually a private land only tag. So we're hunting on private land um, and that I'd gotten permission to hunt on and stuff uh, from my uncle. And on our way out to Tooele, I come off the off-ramp to start going into the town of Tooele. And I get pulled over by a cop. 
<laughs> so yeah, I was going. What what was I going, Papa? I was going. I mean, I think you were going eighty in a sixty. Or I was going like eighty in a sixty because I just come off the freeway and went onto a highway, and yeah, he busted me, and so yeah, I got a hundred and fifty dollar ticket. And you know what was the most bummer part about that freaking ticket, Papa? Was I had to do driving classes after that <laughs> so that it wouldn't go on my insurance dang it well that was that was well worth it i'm sure I, I, oh yeah <laughs> so kind of crazy um so when we went out papa oh, or sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say one one thing that uh, kind of tickled me was when the when the officer pulled you over uh, uh his first thing was where are you going in such a big hurry <laughs> Did he really? I don't remember that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And, then, and he said, well, sorry, officer. We just got off the interstate, and we we're just heading up to go hunting some uh, turkey. And uh, it's like, so why was you going fast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't he say something like the turkeys are still going to be there or something yes, like that? Yes, he did. Exactly. He That's was like, exactly. they're still going to be there. No need to go. Anyway. Nope. He uh, he got me on that one. Um good times though it's just part of the story you know um so i got in here after we went there we made a quick stop to mcdonald's that's another fun part about always going with papa is we always seem to go and get a breakfast or stuff i mean just the more time we can spend together and and, and enjoy the experience so after we went to mcdonald's we made it to the place where we were going to start hunting and what from and I, I'm pretty new in the turkey hunting realm at this point. I'd never hunted turkeys before, and I know guys can really get into turkey hunting and 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 following them and and seeing what turkeys' routines are from from roosting and stuff like that. So we just went out early, just like any other any other turkey hunt. And this is going to lead more into the the what I learned part of the episode a little later, but. We just went out early just like any other hunt, Papa, and went up the road. Um, Papa, did we see anything at first? We, 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 we were driving a road, and I had my call, if you remember, and I was trying to locate them. But did we see anything at first? Didn't see anything, but we did hear them. They were, they were responding to your call. But it didn't last long. I mean, you got a quick chirp out of them, and that was about it. And you chirped back at them, and then all of a sudden, it got quiet. Yep. So they're they're elusive little critters. Yeah, you got to kind of chase them when right when you find them, you got to chase them for sure. So this spot that we're hunting goes up into a really big basin, and the road kind of comes to a dead end. We, we you go up some really big rocky spots. Um, and the road's not the best, but I remember we made it clear up to the end of the road and saw nothing. We had just heard a couple. And so it was like, well, crap. And we made it up to the end of the road and I'll post a picture of it because I went off on a little hike while Papa hung out down in the truck, um, and was glassing, but I went off on a little hike on a trail and I actually ran into some mountain lion tracks. So that was kind of crazy. I uh, boogied off the hill pretty quick after that. (laughs) (laughs) We made it back down to the truck. And I remember when we made it back down to the truck, Papa, you were like, 
let's head back down to where we started and where we first heard those chirps. So we did. And Papa, do you remember what we saw when we made it back to that that big open area? Oh, yeah. We, we rounded the corner there, and it was kind of like a unbelievable sight. There they were, there, 25 or 30 of them in a big bunch just feeding on the ground. And we thought, man, how did we miss that on the way up? Because it wasn't that long ago that we just drove through there and seen nothing. Yeah, we just drove through there and saw nothing. And then on our way back, it's like, yeah, here's a whole freaking flock of them. Yeah, and we missed missed them. Yeah, Yeah, what the crap? And so, no, that definitely is going to lead into the what I learned later. So when we came back down, I do remember that big flock was full of hens, a bunch of hens. And I was going for a tom. My tag is an either-or tag, so I could have shot a hen, but I wanted to go for a tom because I had already shot a hen up at the Wilds place. And so in wanting to get a tom, I think we passed on all of them. I hopped out, though. I remember I hopped out, and I was looking at all of them, and I actually was hunting these turkeys with a twenty-two rifle, so I had a scope and and which is completely legal in the fall hunt i don't know about the spring hunt but in the fall hunt my tag let me use a 22 rifle and so i remember i was looking over all of them making sure they weren't toms and in that big group papa there wasn't a tom i just remember they were all little all hands and all of them just sitting there with their heads down feeding and they could care less if we were there they're, you know, unlike the toms, the toms are kind of like a big buck, you know, they kind of stay back a ways and let the hands uh, take the, all the risks of being out in the open first. Yeah, true. Very true. So that was, that was a really neat experience in itself was just having all those turkeys run in and watching over them. I mean, that made, that made my day just there knowing that we were at least in the area with the turkeys but there were no toms to be seen. So we end up going down. We pretty much made a big old loop and we come back through the same turkeys again. And we're headed back up to where we started the day and where I did that hike with the cougar. And I remember we came around a corner, Papa. Remember that big boulder field that we drove through? Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of the boulder field, what did we end up seeing? Well, I don't know if you're leading up to the huge rock that was in the middle of the road, but this rock was like 10, 12 feet high and probably 15, 20 feet wide. Oh, yeah. Where it ever came from, how it ever got there, it's beyond me. But at some point in time, the the earth shook or, or spit or whatever it did, and here comes this big boulder, and it, it it was huge. It was just it was the end of the road there. Oh, Nothing yeah. was going to move that boulder. No, that thing was absolutely gigantic. And I remember we they the road actually goes right up to it and then it goes right around it. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't move it so the it, people started driving around. Such a it. that was a cool sight to see. So after we 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 make this adventure up the hill, we're passing all these giant boulders and that absolutely massive boulder in the end. Um we make it kind of three quarters of the way to where we we already and remember, Papa, we already drove through all that. I mean, we drove up and down that road a couple times that we were hunting on, which I mean, it's about I don't know what two three miles 
up and down that road? Probably, yeah. Yep. And we make it almost back to where I started again on the hike, and all of a sudden there is some toms right in the middle of the road again. I mean, it was like, we already drove through here. Yeah. Like, how did we miss these things, right? Pretty crazy. So well, I, th- I think I think part of the problems is, is uh, with the toms, even with the hens, you're always looking uh, down on the ground and under the under the pine trees and and the different places where they could be hiding and watching us, but you very seldom think to look up, because darn things are perched up into the trees way high, and you never see them because you're you got your head down and your eyes focused on the ground. Yep, pretty wild. So, yeah, and you and and you need to look up into the trees. So, here's my big here's my big. What did I learn off this hunt? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in right now. Up until this point, I didn't know, and I don't know if you knew this, Papa, but turkeys actually roost in pine trees at night. They they roost up in the trees so they they, they don't sleep on the ground. I've I've heard that before. They they go up into the pine trees. And I was talking to a buddy that had hunted a lot of turkeys before, and he said, yeah, I don't ever turkey hunt until about 8 in the morning. And I go, why is that? And he goes, because up until then, the turkeys are in the trees, and they're roosting. And you don't want to walk up to a tree where they're roosting because they'll just fly off. But if you wait till about 8 or so when the sun starts hitting them, they get all fluffed up, and then they fly down on the ground, and then they start feeding so I think that's where that was our big thing that we learned on this hunt was we went out way too early when we could have gone just at about eight eight thirty when we eventually did see that big group of hens and we saw the group of toms um, later after we drove through the boulder field they I mean it from what I've got written down here in the story it was about yeah it was about eight eight thirty when we ended up seeing them so you don't need to go out super early to hunt turkeys yeah colton you got to remember at my age 8 8 30 is awful early <laughs> okay so for papa you got to go out early 8 8 30 and then they'll be the toms will be out of the roost oh man so we end up making it through the boulder field and we see some toms papa when we pulled up to that group Tell, tell me. Recap the story. What what happened? Well, they, you remember? I, I remember a couple of them f- flew off in a hurry, and I was just awestruck because I had never real, really realized and been around a big tom before, and how honking big those things are when they, when they hit they hit the flight mode. One one of them actually flew awfully close over our truck. And and I looked up and it was just just like seeing a little small airplane flying over. The darn thing was so big. Yeah, when and we beautiful, beautiful. When we pulled up, I, this to give the people that are listening some perspective. We ended up, and I'll post a picture because right where this picture is, Papa, of us sitting on the tailgate with my turkey, is right about where they all flew over the truck. So we we pulled up into this ravine or where the road and the sidewalls of the canyon just kind of come real steep. And the turkeys were up on the side hill, 
And that's when they started just flying over the truck. Like you said. Yeah. And I remember thinking that same thing, Papa, like, holy crap, that thing's huge. Like, look at it fly over the hood. Well, I think we, I think we both commented at the same time. Look how honking big that thing is. Yeah, as I'm as I'm scrambling for my gun, <laughs> we both went, "Holy crap, those things are huge!" And I remember at that point, you you hung, you stayed in the truck, and I ran up the edge of the road, and then I ended up. I mean, by a road, folks, we're talking like a dirt ATV road. I mean, we're. We're onto this private property where they've cut this road in. This isn't a state road or anything, but um, I remember I jump off the edge of the road, and those turkeys had flown right to the top edge of the hill where it comes down and meets the road. And that's when they just started running. I mean, like you said, Papa, they, they get out of there quick. If they ain't flying, they're running. And... I remember I I jumped out with my 22 and it was really neat cuz you were able to see me shoot at them and I ended up getting one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I have to emphasize shoot at them because you you I don't remember you getting it on the first shot either. I think you shot at a couple different ones before you finally nailed the one that you got. So I did. I think uh instead of buck fever, I got turkey fever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it would probably have been a different story if you were using a shotgun, but being it used using the twenty two, it's a, a pretty small projectile to be hitting uh, a big bird like that at, a, at a, any kind of a distance. They ended up they ended up flying, and I think they were like seventy five yards, eighty yards, yeah. darn darn near a hundred yards away. They were, and, and I had that twenty two with my scope, and I had actually shot my twenty two out to a hundred yards. I had dialed it, my little 22 into a hundred yards. And I took, and I remember telling myself before, that's as far as I'm going to shoot. Cause I mean, a little 22, it can't make it much farther than that and be lethal for sure. Um, but yep, I ended up, I shot at a couple of the first ones they ran off. And then the one I ended up getting it, it popped out and Papa, what was your thought when I ended up walking up and getting it? And I was bringing it down the hill. What were your thoughts uh, on the thing? Again, I have to go back on the the, the the massive amount of animal that was there in front of me. They're just huge. I never realized how big they were. and uh, I, I, I just remember seeing that, and it just the chills went through my body. It, what, what was so fun was the fact that, hey, I just seen my grandson get his first turkey. I was here to experience that with him, and that was absolutely something I'll remember for the rest of my life and well beyond. <laughs> yep. Nope. It was – that is what it's all about. I mean, you look at this picture right here, Papa, where we're both sitting on the tailgate. I remember you <clears> – <throat> I went up to the the turkey up the hill about 100 yards into these pines where I shot him, and I just remember you on the tailgate. Did you get him? Did you get him? Where's he at? And I just remember saying, I got him. I got him. <laughs> and came running down the hill. And your eyes, I remember seeing your eyes. You were like, holy freak. Like, I was, I was that, absolutely dumbfounded. I just, again, I have to go back and I hate repeating myself, but 
how big the thing was. Yep. Turkey, Tom, turkeys are just huge. We're uh, we're looking at this photo now here of me holding up this turkey, and I mean, it's like the majority of my upper torso. I mean, the the chests yeah. on them are big, the heads on them are big, and and one of the coolest things about this turkey is in the end um we ended up getting it mounted so i have this turkey in my house it's my first ever tom turkey um the taxidermy did an awesome job the the turkey's feathers being that it was a fall hunt they didn't come through on the fan all the way um they were still growing but this turkey was an old turkey it had a big beard I, I, the beard ended up being like I think I measured it. It's like seven inches long. It was it was long. It's it was a, really long, yeah. It's a big turkey. Papa, what do you think about like just the beauty of that bird? Well, it, it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, I remembered so many colors, uh, especially I didn't realize the amount of color that was in them until those that did fly over the truck so close to us. It was just beautiful. It was just uh, it was almost uh, like a peacock. It had so many colors to it. Yeah, like and that I never realized before with a tom. They aren't so like vibrant like a peacock, but they have like those those copper colors and some of the green on their chest and stuff. Like I, I would have to agree, especially I, the blues. And the blue in a turkey is absolutely beautiful. I just oh yeah can't say how much I. I Love looking at those birds like that. Yep. Um, so pretty, pretty awesome. And that's, I mean, in addition to a turkey being really, really pretty, I am just tickled pink that I was able to get him mounted because I was there with my papa. He saw me shoot it. We we hunted the morning. The story with getting the getting the ticket and going to breakfast and then we end up having a successful hunt i mean what more can you ask for i mean you just yeah that's what life is all about just getting out enjoying yourself uh, enjoying the outdoors and what their good lord has put here on the earth for us and and we just uh, being able to spend time with your grandchildren and and enjoy the things that are out there for us to enjoy, other than getting up early in the morning, Colton. <laughs> it's a lot of it's just a lot of memories. Oh yeah, definitely. I uh, this was one for the books. That's for sure. Yeah. So uh, one that I'll always remember. Heck yeah. But so Papa, the I kind of shared the what I learned from the hunting story. What's one thing that you learned? If we haven't, and, and feel free to repeat yourself if you want, but what was the biggest thing that you learned on this hunt? Well, one of the things that I, I have to, 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 to mention is the fact that uh, just because you went through an area and you didn't see anything doesn't mean they're not there. I mean, you can go up uh, the road uh, five minutes and turn around and come back, and it's like, where in the heck were those five minutes ago? They're all over the place. So it's you don't get discouraged if you don't see them the first time. Because chances are they're there. They're seeing you. You're just not seeing them. Yep. No, that is a super good point. And that can kind of go for any hunting. Deer hunting. I mean, 
all aspects of hunting, you can always go and double back on what you've already looked over because you never know when they're going to show back up. That's for sure. Nope. Very, very good point. And, and another point, uh, I think I mentioned this before. Well, I did mention it before. But uh, with turkeys, don't always look down, but look down and look up. Yeah. Uh, those those big brown spots that's up in that uh, pine tree, or chances are, is a turkey. Uh, it, you just, you got to learn to... To do like it says, you got to hunt. And hunt means up and down. <laughs> yep. And I know a lot of people hunt turkeys like in fields and they call them in and stuff. But in mountain hunting, that's exactly what you got to do, Papa. That, I mean, you just got to, you just got to glass and look and double check areas that you already went in because they're a fast moving bird. You got to, you got to keep your, um, you got to run and gun when you see them and, Anyway, That's right, and you, no. you, you can't get discouraged if, if you don't get one right off the bat because that discouragement goes away in a, in a great big hurry is when you finally get to harvest one of those big, big birds. Yep, pretty awesome. Well, I ended up taking him to the taxidermist, and uh, he said that it was one of the bigger birds that he's ever done for sure. Um, I ended up getting them in a flying mount. I'll have to post pictures of that because, I mean, Papa, what do you what did you think about the mount? Oh, I mean, it's just absolutely beautiful. I had no idea how your taxidermist was going to do that, but I, I had kind of a vision in my mind it would look something similar to what he did, but he far exceeded my expectations. He absolutely did it beautiful job and it makes you think that uh, hey i'm reliving this moment when we actually uh, got to harvest this animal that's so i don't know if you know this papa but the whole reason why i got him in a flying mount is because the turkey that turkey that i ended up shooting flew over our truck yeah i mean every one of them flew over the truck so that was just one of the big reasons why i got him in a flying mount because a lot of people get turkeys in like a strutting mount and that's not what he was doing. He no, was he, he was flew in, he over was our in, truck. He was in full afterburner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> serious. <laughs> well, pretty awesome. Well, I think that does it kind of for this story. Thanks for sharing everything, Papa, and we will obviously have you on another one for sure. Well, I hope we can talk about some more successes that we've had. Heck yeah, we will. But uh, I think that does it for this one. Thanks for talking turkeys with me, Papa, today. Um, everyone listening, please make sure you go and check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple music, um, all the places where you listen to podcasts. I'm sure you can find me there, um, on wired up outdoors. So thanks for listening everybody. You got any last words, Papa? Yep. Uh, don't be in such a hurry. It costs you 150 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Don't be in a hurry folks. All right. Thanks guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Wired Up Outdoors. For more content, head to our Instagram or Facebook at Wired Up Outdoors to see pictures and videos from today's episode. And while you're at it, give us a follow and share today's post with a friend. And hey, if you love what you heard today, please take a moment to rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform. Your support goes a long way in helping us reach more people like you. 
Thanks again for tuning into Wired Up Outdoors. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.